Welcome to Real Admin, a podcast resource for real estate administrative assistants. A place to learn new things, grow as a person, and share ideas with other like-minded admins. A place to get fired up and become empowered to be the best thing that ever happened to your real estate team. I'm Melissa Allgaier, and I can't wait to go on this journey with you. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Real Admin. Today we're going to be talking about communication types, um, communication in general, and how it affects your daily job. So the definition of communication, uh, according to Google, is the imparting or exchanging of information or news. Obviously, we all know what communication is. Um, But why is it important? Why am I talking about it on an admin podcast? Well, communication is important in every aspect of your daily life as an admin. You talk to people all day long. So you're talking to your agent, you're talking to clients, you're talking to um, other people in the office, and it the types of communication that you're going to use will play into how you communicate with those people on a daily basis. So, you know, according to how people communicate and receive information is going to dictate how you communicate with them. So you need to be um, highly aware of how you're communicating with people. So the different types of communication obviously are verbal nonverbal and written and all of these types can be broken down even further into um, a series of categories so the first uh, communication type is assertive Um, these people have high self-esteem and this is probably the the best way to communicate so this is going to give you the best results without you coming off like an asshole basically so they have high self-esteem it's the healthiest and most effective way Um, it's not passive it's not aggressive which I'll talk about a little bit more later Uh, the traits of someone who speaks um, with an assertive communication style is that they are protective of their own rights and respectful of other rights others rights Uh, they take responsibility for their own choices and if you're talking to someone with this communication style, their nonverbal communication is going to be more of a medium pitch. Uh, they're going to speak in, you know, a pretty solid s- a speed. So they're not going to speak fast or slow. They have an open posture. They don't fidget. And they make really good eye contact. So an example of this would be, you know, sorry, I can't help you this afternoon. I have a dentist appointment. So you're recognizing that you can't help, but you're also protecting the fact that you have other things to do. Uh, People on the receiving end of this type of communication feel respected and they feel like they can trust you. So this is why this is the best way to communicate with people. So you always want to be protective of your own self and who you are while also respecting what other people feel and think so you're not just dismissing them and saying no I can't help you you're 
you're doing it because you're being protective of your rights and what you need to accomplish. All right, so the next communication style is aggressive, and these people are all about winning. It doesn't matter what the conversation is about, they're going to win it no matter what. Their needs are most important, and what they're saying usually tends to get lost due to the delivery. So traits of someone with an aggressive style um, are frightening, loud, hostile. They're often demanding and abrasive. Uh, They can be confrontational. And sometimes they can come off as a bully. So nonverbal cues for this style would be loud voice. They're going to stand really big so that they try and take up more space. They may scowl or glare. Uh, They probably will try and invade other space. So people that talk really close and loud um, are communicating in in an aggressive way. They, They want you to do it their way. Sometimes they use sarcasm and name calling, um, which is always ineffective. So people on the receiving end of this style tend to feel defensive, uncooperative, resentful, and hurt. And this style tends to get your point lost. Uh, If you're ever feeling like you have, you know, you're just feeling defensive um, based on what someone else is saying and not really hearing their point, they're probably using the aggressive style. This style is never a good idea. It puts people off. It pushes people away. And you never get what you want out of the conversation. The next style would be passive-aggressive. And this style... Man, I have some great stories about passive-aggressive communication. This is my least favorite style of communication. It drives me absolutely batty because I don't understand why people can't just say what they mean. So passive-aggressive people appear to be passive on the surface, but they're acting out of anger in indirect ways. So they may be sarcastic or devious They complain, they sulk, they may be patronizing, um, and they often come off as two-faced. So when you're talking to someone with a passive-aggressive communication style, their nonverbal cues are going to be like a really sweet, sugary voice. Uh, They're going to stand asymmetrical, and they're going to look sweet and innocent, Uh, They may stand too close or touch you to try and disarm you and appear warm and friendly. So they would say things like, why don't you go ahead and do it? Implying you always know better than me. You're going to do it better anyway. Uh, Or they'll say things like, oh, don't worry about me. I can figure it out. I always do. So they never really say what they mean. But you can tell that the words that they're saying are not what they're trying to communicate. People on the receiving end of this type feel confused, angry, hurt, resentful. And this is never like the aggressive um, style. It's never a good way to get your point across. You're not going to get what you need from this type of communication okay 
the next type is submissive. So these people are always worried about other people's feelings and pleasing others. They want to avoid conflict at all cost. Other people's needs are more important than their own. And they always feel like others have more to contribute. So the traits of this style are going to be apologetic. They're going to yield to someone else's preferences over their own. They're always going to feel like a victim. Uh, they'll tend to refuse compliments. And um, they're just very inexpressive of their own feelings and desires. So nonverbal cues would be soft-spoken. They may make themselves small. They'll keep their head down. They don't make eye contact. They'll say things like, oh, it's nothing really. Or, oh, it's all right. I didn't, I didn't want any more. Or you ask them to make a decision and they'll say, you choose. Anything is fine. So they're never really getting what they need. They're always putting other people's um, needs first. And people on the receiving end of this feel exasperated, frustrated, guilty. Um, they may take advantage of these types of people and they tend to give up on them easily because they never feel like they can help. So obviously this one is uh, ineffective in that it it doesn't, you, you don't put your own needs, for, well not first, but you don't take your own needs into consideration or at least you don't communicate that effectively. So people often feel like they just, they can't help no matter what they do. The last style is manipulative. And we all know what manipulative is. Uh, these people are scheming, calculating. They are skilled influencers. And they have ulterior motives that the the receiver isn't aware of. So they're always trying to get something out of you, even if you're not aware of it. So traits of this style would be cunning. They're controlling of others. Um, they, they, ask, um, they ask for their needs to be met in an indirect way. And they usually make others feel obliged or sorry for them. And they may even, you know, use fake tears or fake emotion to get what they want. Nonverbal cues for this are um, patronizing tone, ingratiating, which I have no idea what that means, so I had to look it up. Um, it's to gain approval. So they're always trying to gain something from the conversation. Um they can look defeated to get what they want. So they may say things like, you're so lucky to have gotten that present. Oh, I wish I had that. I could never afford something like that. So they're trying to get something out of you. I didn't have time to buy anything, so I had to wear this dress. I know. I just hope I don't look too bad. So they're fishing for that compliment and trying to get their needs met by manipulating you. People on the receiving end of this feel guilty, frustrated, uh, angry. They never know where they stand with this person because they don't communicate their real needs. They're always trying to get something. So those are the um, types of communication style. 
And you always want to be aware of how you're communicating with other agents, with your agent, with clients. You never want to make them feel bad. You want to be assertive and, um, you know, take your own needs into consideration, but also be aware of their needs too. So you never want to um, come off as aggressive or manipulative. You want to make sure that you're communicating in a way that gets your point across. So the success of communication is the responsibility of the communicator. If you cannot communicate effectively, then you're not communicating at all. If you are feeling yourself coming off in a way that doesn't fit or doesn't feel right, maybe it's best to take a step back and take a deep breath, take some time. Um, And this is a lot easier to do in, you know, writing or, you know, you get an email that just makes you angry. You want to respond out of anger. You take some time, you think about it, you process it, and then you respond in a way that does not make the other person feel bad. It's a lot harder to do in verbal communication, and it takes a lot of practice. The first step is obviously being aware of how you're communicating so that you're always in control of your feelings and how they're affecting your communication. And that comes with time. It's it's not something that's just going to change overnight. So if you're if you start recognizing that you're passive aggressive or always aggressive, then just take notice of it and you know, think back on a conversation and say, how could I have handled that differently? And maybe next time you will handle it differently. So how do we get better at this? So you want to take ownership of your reactions. If you, you know, you don't want to think like, they made me feel angry. They didn't make you feel angry. You made you feel angry. You decided to respond to that in that way. You always have a choice in how you respond. I know it doesn't feel like it in the moment when you're heated and you're angry and that person really pissed you off, but you do. You have a choice. You can take that two seconds to think, you know what? This person's having a bad day. That doesn't mean that I have to respond in the same way and make them feel like shit just for having a bad day. You can ask questions. So what are you trying to achieve when you communicate with this person? What is the end goal? And how are you going to communicate that the most effective way? You can ask for clarification. So if someone says something that you're not 100% sure how to react, you can always say, so what I, what I hear you saying is, and then repeat what you think they're saying to you. And if it's not true or it's not in line with what they're trying to say, they'll tell you. But it's always best to clarify ahead of time so that you're not, you know, talking to them under assumptions. You never want to make assumptions about what someone might be trying to communicate. 
You can agree with feelings, not facts. So you agree with how they're feeling and it shows empathy in what they're saying. So you can say things like, you sound very angry. I'd be angry too if that happened to me. So you're empathizing with what they're feeling, but you're not validating the facts that they're saying. So even if what they're saying is not true, you're at least saying, I get it. I know where you're coming from. Feelings are not right or wrong. They just are. So you can always agree with feelings, even if you don't agree with the facts. Another thing you can do is set limits. So arguing gets you nowhere. You can argue with someone for days and days and never get anywhere. If you remain calm, your message will be better received. So if you say things to diffuse the situation, like, I never thought of it that way, or, yeah, I know, I get it, I, I see your point. Um, you say things like, yeah, that, that's it, that is a problem, let's, let's figure out how to fix it. So um, you set limits on the conversation and your feelings, and you disarm those angry or upset or, you know, whatever they may be feeling so that you can get to a resolution instead of perpetuating that anger. The other thing you can do is be precise with your words. So don't see things like always or never, um, because that just, that puts, that puts it to the extreme and nothing is ever black and white. So stay away from always and never because it just shuts down the conversation. It puts a limit on what you're trying to say. So you never listen to me. That cuts it off. There's no room for anything other than never. If you put feels like in front of it, then once again, we're going back to the feelings, which are not right or wrong. So it feels like you never listen to me is received better than you never listen to me because you're you're stating how you feel, not just an absolute statement. So adding feels like will always make it easier to understand and digest. So what does all this mean? Uh, it means that there are a lot of different types of people in this world and you're going to come across a lot of different communication styles. So I think the best way to deal with this is embrace the differences and realize that we're not all the same. We don't all communicate the same way. Try to see things from a different perspective. Try to see it from their point of view. Um, try to understand where they're coming from. And it'll help you communicate with them in a more effective way. So that wraps it up for communication styles. I'll talk more about personality types and how to um, use these communication styles to your advantage with those personality types in a later episode. As always, rate, review, and subscribe. And you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash realadminpodcast. Have a great day.